This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. The SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. Hi everybody, I'm John Walters. In today's SciCast, Eric Heft and I take a look ahead at tomorrow's matchup with Texas the only Big 12 opponent that Matt Campbell has yet to beat as the Iowa State head coach. This game will feature a terrific quarterback matchup between Brock Purdy and Sam Ellinger, two of the best in college football. We hope you'll enjoy this preview, and we hope to see you at Jack Trice Stadium tomorrow. Eric, Iowa State in Texas, and you hope that maybe Iowa State has closed that physical gap a little bit with the Longhorns. It's been evident, uh, certainly when Matt came in it was, and I think that gap has closed a little bit each year. but. As it closes, I, I think it gives you a little bit more and more of a chance to feel like, hey, uh, this is a team that we can certainly line up and beat. Well, it, it's tough to beat a team when you're really outmanned up front, and, and I think that's kind of been the case the last three years. And you know, going into this season's game, uh, yeah, I think it's closed. How much? I mean, we're going to find out on Saturday because uh, they have been dominant at times, and other times not so much. And sometimes you wonder. Uh, are they really dialed in and ready to go? Well, right now their backs are against the wall. They still have control their fate into the Big 12 championship game in all likelihood. Uh, so uh, that's certainly how they're going to be viewing this game. So from their standpoint, they're going to give, I mean, I think the effort's going to be tremendous from Texas. On the other hand, I know it will for Iowa State. It has been every game this season, and some so many times it just comes down to, okay, who's going to make fewer mistakes? And and to be honest, mistakes uh, of one kind or another, small margin mistakes, if you will, uh, but they've been big enough to cause Iowa State to lose games that they could have won. I'm not saying they should have, but they certainly could have won every game they've played. I think that's one thing that we as fans probably can really appreciate with this football team is just the consistent effort. I mean, I can't think of a time this season when when we've thought to ourselves, they're just not, they're not giving it all. I mean, that's just not this team. Right. I mean, you know, sometimes too, hey, missed a tackle. Well, you know, that other guy, if, if Brees Hall makes a guy miss a tackle, it's great running. You know, <laughs> if our guy misses a tackle, it's poor tackling. You know, I'm sure it's a combination of both, to be honest. But, you know, uh, the effort has been has been great, you know, and I think the adjustments that have been made at halftime have been really good. So all these things, you know, uh, as you were talking to Coach Campbell earlier today, and I think a great point is how can you get off to a better start? How can you not put yourself behind the eight ball so you don't have to come back, that you can get the lead, play with the lead, play to expand the lead? I mean, that's going to be really big today. But effort, no concern on my part for how Iowa State's going to come out and play. And in those games where Iowa State has been able to get a lead, they have been able to expand the lead. Uh, usually if they get a lead, they're in pretty good shape. You know, that's one of the things I like about uh, Tom Manning and Coach Campbell and the way they approach it. I mean, they're not a team that really will sit on a lead, you know, because you're playing in this league, and maybe the offenses aren't top to bottom as dynamic as they have been in some years. They are still really very, very good if you compare it to any other conference. And you know, no lead is really safe if you're going to try to sit on it. You got to keep trying to, you know, if you've had success, go back to the well. And our coaches have done, I think, a great job of exploiting that. Today's SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. 
One of the fun things about calling games in this league is we get to see some tremendous quarterback matchups. We saw one last week, and we'll see another one this week. No question. I mean, Sam Ellinger is a, a, a tough son of a gun, man. I mean, he, he, he can run the football. He's very accurate throwing the ball, and he has supreme confidence in his ability, and his teammates have supreme confidence in him. Uh, you could say pretty much the same thing when you flip, uh, flip sides and you talk about Brock Purdy and how his team views him and what he's been able to do. I mean, difference between them for the most part is Sam is a more willing runner and certainly a more willing guy to, to try to get three or four extra yards because he's bigger, uh, certainly more experienced. Uh, but, man, both those guys are having great years. And for my money, you know, I love the way Brox has been playing. Uh, he's had a couple hiccups here and there. Who hasn't? You know, I watch a lot of NFL games, too, you know, and we talk about guys, you know, we've dropped some interceptions you know Brock had a game where he threw through interceptions and I and I watch the NFL games best players in the world and I I must have seen five or six dropped interceptions the other day I saw guys make bad throws bad decisions and throw interceptions so it, it's not just I mean it, it's just part of the nature of it it's so much pressure on these guys and trying to make a play trying to find a way to help your team win you know, but you're going to see a quarterback matchup Saturday that I think will be as good as any quarterback matchup in the country this weekend. What do you think Iowa State has to do defensively well to, to kind of keep Ellinger in, in check and, and keep that offense in check? Well, number one, you've got to stop the run. I mean, if you stop the run and you have great success on first down in particular, you get them behind the chains. That's why Ellinger's been sacked over 20, like 25 times this season. Uh, so, uh, but those have come because they've gotten behind the chains for the most part. I've seen most of their games. And when they're playing ahead of the chains, they're really hard to stop, and they want to run the football. They've got a couple really good running backs. Iowa State has had some success in stopping the run. Uh, it's going to be really, really big Saturday. If Iowa State can stop the run, then I then I think uh, you're much able. I mean, Ellinger's going to get out, and he's going to make a couple third down runs for first downs, okay? Uh, but you just, you're going to have to make him make those plays. you got to get him behind the chains. And if you do that, I, I think it gives Iowa State a tremendous chance to win the game. The guy who's having a tremendous season offensively for them is Devin DuVernay plays pretty much the same kind of style of play as Deshante Jones, but he has breakaway speed um, and he is physical, tough runner after he catches the football. Uh, really a good player and a big threat. Yeah, unlike Iowa State, I mean, they really rely, when Colin Johnson's healthy, the other outstanding receiver, big, tall, physical guy on the outside, Duvernay in the slot. I mean, those are the guys they go to time and time again. Iowa State has a whole mix uh, of guys that they play in those spots, so may not put up the same kind of numbers, but Iowa State's got, I mean, Tariq Milton has put up some big-time playmaker numbers, too. Uh, but Duvernay's a guy, uh, I, I think you look, the guys you really have to be most concerned with, you know, obviously Ellinger, the two running backs, uh, but Duvernay is a guy all over the field. They'll get him the ball on jet sweeps. They'll even run a little option with him trailing uh, but they look for him he's been a terrific he made a great catch the other day ran a great route uh, against Kansas State that actually really won the football game for him on a third and 14 I mean he, he's the guy that Ellinger is going to look for got to know where he is all the time finally you mentioned the importance of stopping the run it's also going to be important for Iowa State to be able to run something they have not been able to do against Texas are you confident they can do that this week Confident? I, I think they'll have some success. How much I think could go a long way toward determining the outcome too, obviously. You know, Iowa State 
with Brees Hall and his ability to run to the outside. That's where Iowa State is really concentrated a little bit more on the size of Texas inside. It's going to make it really difficult. When I say size, I mean these guys are huge. They're very athletic. They're five-star guys. But I think you get to the edge where Iowa State, I mean, one of the great things about Iowa State is, you know, their offensive line's playing better, but it's the three tight ends that have really been a major boost in that run game. And I think we're going to see a heavy dose of them. And those are the guys that are going to help you get to the edge and, and Brees get the turner corned, or the corner turned. If that's the case and they can get some up, I mean, I think if Iowa State can run for 120, 150 yards, uh, they'll win the football game. Tickets are still available for as low as $40. Game starts at 2.30 on FS1 if you can't make it, or you can join us on the Cyclone Radio Network, and our broadcast begins with Brent Bloom, Ben Bruns, John Quinn, and the gang at 12.30. Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.